You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, are you worried that your time is coming close? Is I that don't what think it that is? it's close, but I want to know exactly what happens. Like, uh, oh, it seems like it's something that happens overnight. So like a decision is made and then it happens. Do you think there's any like telltale signs or it's just all of a sudden like, bam, oh, this is happening now? This is somebody I saw every day and then all of a sudden one day one way, the next day the other. Oh I, my I, God. It's going to be so weird when you show up here in a pantsuit. <laughs> it's going to be really strange. That could change odd. the dynamic of the like, show. There has to be some scientific reasoning as to why this happens. You need to give me some warning when it happens. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I can't because I don't know. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic. So fantastic. So fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot to get to today. I do want to say this. We got a special guest that's going to join us we here sure in do. just a little bit, and that is Nate from BTU Brewery, a BTU Brasserie. They are part of the uh, Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. You did it, which is happening on September <laughs> 18th, and they have a really interesting setup here in town. So we're going to talk a little bit about what makes um, their brewery in particular unique, because I think I've never heard of a, a brewery that actually does it the same way that they do. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't know of mm. any either. I can tell you their beer is delicious. It, it is delicious. I, I really like their beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they uh, are going to be part of the Brewers' Cup on September 18th at the Landmark Saloons. We'll have Nate in here in just a little bit. Also, something very important for everybody to remember is the Fun Employment Radio Cyber Mall. If you're going to oh, do any online God. shopping, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Cyber Mall link right we, there on the right-hand we side. We did hear. Let me stop you right there, Greg. We did yes. hear from our friend Jerry who... Um, who used the Cyber Mall by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Cyber Mall link. Yes. And he uh, purchased all of the school uh, school equipment, school things, school supplies yeah. that his children needed for the upcoming school year. So what you're saying, Sarah, is that if you care about children at all, if you don't hate children, then what you should do is go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Cyber Mall link right there. I believe that. I think that's it. Otherwise, it's possible you may hate children. I'm not saying you do, but it's possible. So if you don't click on the Cyber Mall link, chances are you hate all children. That's, well, just by using the science. I mean, I'm deducing with the data I've been given. With the deductions. That's pretty much how I have to say it. Although, even if you do, still (laughs) click on the Fun Employment Radio link there. I love our (laughs) chat. Cyber Mall. At funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, our buddy Eddie in the chat just says, I hate children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fine. Then you that can shouldn't still deter you from still going to the Cyber Mall, then, Eddie. Then you should definitely click on the Cyber Mall link right there at FunEmploymentRadio.com. All right. Um, <laughs> so we got we got a few things to get to. I do have something I want to bring up. I've got a question. Sure. I've got an issue, and I don't know how to handle it. I kind of want to kind of workshop this. I kind of want to send this out to everybody and see what I can get back here, uh, find out about that. But before we get to that, Sarah, you have... I have a legitimate question. You have a life issue happening. <laughs> I, no, a life I don't concern. Have a life- Concerned. Well, Sarah, I mean, I want you to just go ahead and tell us. I am us. kind of concerned because I have always wondered this and I've never seen it actually happen. Yeah. And to see it happen to somebody who I'm, I'm pretty familiar with, like not pretty familiar with, I don't know her name or anything, but I mean, like I know, uh, like I see, I see her every day for uh-huh. like the past few years, okay. so I know this, and then just overnight. I have always wondered this and I just saw it happen before my eyes. So, of course, I uh, go to my local grocery store every day. If you've listened for a long time, you know what store it is. And there's a particular person who is always there at the checkout, like the self-checkout stands. And she's like kind of, I would say she's... Does she work there? Or? She works there, okay. yeah. So she's like minding the um, like the self-checkout stands. Okay. You know, it's like if, if, if the weight is off, then she'll go and like, you know, do the little touchpad thing and fix it. So Sure. Um. So she's there every day and she's always she doesn't dress like under her age like she doesn't dress like she's like 20s or something but she is kind of like casually hip like she's not she's not overcompensating she's not like covered in bubbles and rhinestones she's um, probably early 50s okay late 40s um, very nice she's she's a very nice lady and she's always had um, just like normal style hair. Like what, just what do normal, you mean normal style? Like uh, to her, like shoulder length hair, like parted on the side, like uh-huh. um, just nice looking hair, like you know, yeah. like um, like with like highlights, but not gaudy. Just you know, normal hair. Okay. Just like if you picture just like normal, I, I don't know what normal is, but just like a normal white lady hair. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was just kind of straight. So I see her every day, 
And yesterday, I went in uh, to go and uh, get, you know, say, of course, say hi to my people at the coffee shop. Yes, because and nobody is. they're my friends. You and are the weird person at the grocery store. We all know that. And, I, and then I pick up some wares and I go to the self-checkout and I, I look up and I'm like, oh, this is Do you is have somebody. like a soundtrack playing in your head when you go into the grocery store? You make it sound like such a magical experience. Like, do, do, go talk to my baristas. And then you go and check out the makeup aisle and talk to the makeup Anything girl. Anything can be a magical you, experience if you make it that. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a way, I'm envious of how you, you sh- turn this into just some majestic, magical experience Honestly, going, to, going to the grocery store. I dread going to the grocery store because I'm like, I want to get in and get out. Because you don't have the right frame of mind. Change your mindset. Change your mind. Like, I, if I don't, if I don't look at it as a chore, but I look at it as an opportunity. Uh huh. I just and uh, an opportunity for an interesting experience. Like you have to, you have to grab life by the horns, Greg. Yeah. Okay. You know, you could have it like going to the grocery store. You could like just you know make friends with people. I'm gonna go going. to the grocery store. I mean, look at all the neat things that you can buy. There are th- like <laughs> things that you've never dreamed that you'd be able. To, you know, like tastes <laughs> that you've never tasted and lipsticks that you've never worn. <laughs> wow. Yes, that's true. That's mm. true. I didn't think about that. I didn't mm. think about that. Okay. So anyway, uh, so this woman, you know, just <laughs> has still looked the same, and until yesterday. And she, so I see her, and she's still wearing the exact same clothes, exact same makeup, uh, exact same pair of glasses, everything, except for her hair had gone from the, you know, the lady hair that I've seen for years, and it was short and permed. She went overnight to the old lady hair, oh. to the old lady hair, and I've always, always, always wondered at what point, what thing happens where overnight you're like, and it's time for me to go to the short curl, like short permed hair. Because yeah. it just happens. Which there's nothing wrong with that, you know, that if that's what somebody wants to do. But that is, it's a drastic switch. But it is. I mean, because you know, when I say like old lady hair, like people know it's it's a stereotype because it's true. Because yeah. all of a sudden there's a particular age when women stop having longer hair. And maybe it's because, you know, it's receding or it's getting thinner and it's easier to maintain if it's shorter. But I mean... At what point does uh-huh. it happen? Because it seems to just kind of happen overnight. Like one day, okay. someone will just have you know their regular life hair, and the next day it was cut, it was permed, uh-huh. and it was like not style. It was just a big permed cut. And it, this just thing. happened. Just one day, just bam. Overnight. Okay. So, and you're concerned. What are the signs? You're concerned, really? I don't know. I haven't seen any signs. And I don't about yourself. I'm, are you worried about this? No. Are you worried you're going to go home one night and just all of a sudden decide... I don't want to dye my hair. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm going to go get a perm right now. And then the next day, it's going to happen. Do you think it's going to happen that quick? Because, I mean, obviously it did for this person. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't look bad at all. Like, she looks, she's still a beautiful, wonderful person. But, I mean, I just want to know. I've always wondered that. And I know other women that I've spoken to wonder it as well. Because there is just one particular time. Because you see, if you go to church, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, Every single woman. Oh in yeah, there, absolutely. Ninety ninety yeah. percent of the women in there have the exact same hair. Yeah, and usually they're blue. It's blue hair because it, they try to because it's, the, it's the rinse. Yeah, because yeah. they try to counteract the brassiness. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, blue I hairs. just but I just wonder because she's she's you know in no way like super old or anything. But I mean, but she but she made that conscious she decision. Like I'm gonna go made this the way. conscious decision to go short curl. And I'm not saying short hair, but I mean like the classic old lady like. Yeah. You know, short curled. With the perm. With the perm. Wow. Like golden girl's hair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She went golden girl. She went golden girl. Just overnight. We're not talking about, we're talking about Blanche. No, Blanche was no, the uh, mod. We're talking about mod. No, uh, we're talking about, well, no, Rose was the, there was Rose, Blanche. And then Estelle Getty was the old, the old one. Yeah. I have no, I have just exposed way too much knowledge of golden girls. And I just realized that, that that just like came right Which out. Which one was B. Arthur? I'm thinking B. Arthur hair. B. Arthur was mod. Mod? That's not what a golden girl. Yeah, it is. Mod. No, you're totally making that up. Mod was not a golden girl. Wait, am I wrong? Yes, you're completely wrong. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, and B. Arthur was mod, but not. Okay, I'm confused. Anyway, let's just skip that part. Uh, but it went golden girl's hair. Yes. Which one was Estelle Getty? Mm. Dorothy? Estelle Getty was. No, Dorothy uh, was. Sophia. Sophia. Sophia was and the B. oldest. And B. Arthur one. was Dorothy. B. Arthur was Dorothy. Yeah. Why do I have Dorothy. mod? What was she mod on? Yeah, and then uh, Rue McClanahan was Blanche, and Betty White was Rose. Okay, yeah. all right. So anyway, then, in that context, which That's one? That's your Golden Girls update. Which, there we go, breaking news. So which one was she then? She was, let me see, I'm looking at the pictures right now. I would say she went from, she looks a little Blanche, actually. If I'm looking Blanche. at Blanche, Rue, Rue McClanahan. 
Blanche was like the promiscuous lady. Yes. Yes. Okay, she went Blanche. Okay, yeah. I mean, that is a major life choice. It was. It That's was a major compl- decision to me. It was completely make. different. Like, she had had, you know, like, shoulder length, like, blonde, like, highlighted hair, and then overnight. Okay. Just went to it. I'm just, I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm legitimately, I'm not making fun. I'm not doing anything. I am just very curious, like, if anybody knows the answers to, like, what. Like, to what it is. Like, what it what's is. the catalyst? Because it seems to just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So, you think this could happen to you? I'm not fearing that it's going to happen to me. I mean, it will eventually happen yeah. to me, seeing as how... I mean, obviously when it pattern. happens, they seem to be, you know, this is a conscious choice. I don't think anybody's doing it begrudgingly. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe no, it's just she like... No, she seemed just fine. She seemed normal. Yeah. But Although a little more tired. A little... <laughs> it's just you get too tired, then you just have to do that. So what, I mean... See, but I think how short, much longer short do you hair think, is more maintenance. How much longer do you have to... Do you think you have... Because, I mean, you have a very high-maintenance hair. You I, do, I don't. Yes, you do, because you put so many different colors and, like, different... You dye it at least once a week. Yeah, I dye it, and then at I don't least do anything else with it, and then I wash it, and that's it. Like, I don't style my hair. I don't do anything. I just brush it out, and then that's it. Okay. Like, I don't put any products or anything in it. Oh, so you could be closer to it than you think. No, because no, cause short hair, that's the urban legend. Like, with uh, people who don't have... Um, you know, if you don't have hair that you want to maintain and put things in stuff, short hair is a pain in the ass. All right, it's being speculated in the live chat for live subscribers, funemploymentradio.com slash live, six ninety nine a month. Uh, it's saying six months is what people are saying. Six that you have months. six months before you switch to the to that hair. Well, I'll be the, 36 years old, totally over the hill at that point. I mean, well, yeah, might, you might as well, well just throw me in the dumpster right now. Got to give up, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you are a lady and in I your mean, later what 30s. Good am I? Yeah. I mean, the looks fade. What else is there? Well, yeah, not much. Crickets. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, is that, maybe that's that's an age to do that. No, and I people are saying short hair is no maintenance. I'm noticing this is coming from um, from men, cis men. No, if you have, if you are a woman and you have short hair, it is a pain in the ass. My, my One of my best girlfriends, Jessica, has short hair, and she has to get her hair cut, like, every, like, week, two weeks. But that's not, she doesn't have it permed. She doesn't have it, exactly, and, like, a perm the, is even more maintenance. No, the perm, you just do it, hair. and then, then it sits there for, like, Oh, I'm sorry, how many times have done? you had your hair permed? My aunt was a perm lady, and she I've still is. I've had my hair permed. I've, for I've many seen years, it. I know what it's like. Yeah, you get it, like, once every free, like few months, right? That's what it is. You can go a long time without having to do anything with it. Uh, it's being asked what kind of hair my mother has. My mother has like salt and pepper hair, but it is kind of shorter. She has the puff on the top. Yep. It's like a little puffy, but she has like so that's what you're gonna a little have. bit. She has a little bit she on the back. She hasn't given rid of that. She hasn't gotten rid of the gotten back of yet. It. She still has the party in the back okay. going on. Okay. But, yeah. but the puff is getting bigger. Okay. Oh, you're totally going to go with that. You're going to go with the perm. I think it's going to be sooner than later. I think you're going to embrace it, and you're going to try to make it, like, quirky or something, or like, ooh, look at me. I'm adapting this. Like, I'm I'm diff- I'm being different right now. It's going to be like your rebellion. I would say, I think it'll be longer than six months, but before you turn 40. I don't look good with short hair. Before you turn 40, super round. you're going to do it. Just because you're going to try to, you're going to go have, through like I, I'm age you right spasms now, and you're going to freak out. A couple years ago, I had my, I was working and I had my hair pulled back, but there were a couple like little pieces that had fallen down and not one, not two, but three people kept saying, they're like, oh, you cut your hair. <laughs> I think I talked about this on the show. I'm yeah. like, no, no, it's just back. I'm like, oh, thank God. So <laughs> I'm really not going to have short hair. It's not a good look for me. I look back on, I had short hair for a long time, especially when Teresa Miller cut it all off when I was in sixth grade. Remember that? Uh, I remember you talking about that. No, I don't hair. remember it in sixth grade. I was not, I wasn't there, uh, but I have heard yeah, you I talk do not about have this. The face. I do not have the face for, for short hair. Okay, so, so I don't you don't think, think it'll happen. I don't think you really have a choice in this matter. I think it's going to happen. That's it. Mm. That's where you're at. Well, that's all what right. I was curious about. Like, I really am. I'm just like, so what? Makes well, you- maybe. I mean, we have listeners of all ages, and, and maybe somebody can let us know. I want to know what if it's was like the a catalyst. subconscious thing. Yeah, if it, or What's if it was catalyst? just like that yeah. night. You're like, nope, done with it. Mm-hmm. Cut it all off. Give me a perm. I'm not going to deal with it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like a lot less maintenance. It sounds like a lot less work. I suppose so. Yeah, yeah I think you should do it. Like, <laughs> just do it. I've already expressed to you that I'm not going to do that. Uh, you say that right now, though, mm. but I think there will be some changes that will happen. All right, okay. well, we'll find out. Okay, I, I have to ask this question, though, this conundrum that I'm in, because I honestly don't know what to do about this. All right, so, you Tell know, me, we all know that Fun Employment Radio is our main job. This is what we do. I also do my side work, and I, I go downtown uh, usually three or four times a week for, for one of my jobs, 
working for Digital Trends. I feel fine saying that. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, digitaltrends.com, where I broadcast and do a bunch of stuff, so I'll be doing that later. Fancy. Um, but I park in the parking lot there, and it's in one of the buildings, and I park in this parking lot, and the parking attendants, you know, I've been doing this for like two and a half years. And so uh, we know each other by face. We say hi. Um, you know, and that kind of stuff. There's there's one dude that's super friendly, one dude that's pretty friendly. They're both very nice guys, though. And oh, wow. they know Look me. at you talking to people that you meet and being friendly. How odd. I, well, yeah, but I, this, this took a, it took a while. And so, yeah, no, now we're, we're friendly. You know, we talk about whatever basic stuff. Like, oh, it's going to be hot today. Some, something like that. Um, or, look, that's a fancy car. Cool. So there's these two guys that I see all the time. And like I said, I see them, you know, three to five times a week, sometimes more than that. Mm-hmm. One guy, I know his name. I introduced myself a long time ago. Um, I talked to him and I, his name's, uh, well, I won't say his name just in case he doesn't, he doesn't know what I do. Uh, but anyway, very nice guy and he knows my name and we're fine. The other guy, a long time ago, he introduced himself to me. He's a little bit quieter, but he's kind of warmed up to me and he introduced himself. I like where this is going. You already seem awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. He introduced himself and he's got a very thick accent and he said his name. And I said, okay, I'm sorry, what was it? And he oh, said you, it again. Oh, oh, you can't do it after you ask once. And I, no, and I asked once, and then and then he said it again, and I just said, okay, and I kind of got it, and I repeated it back, but it was it was a strange, it's a name I'm not familiar with. It's, uh, he's, I don't know, I believe he's Middle Eastern. Mm. I, cu- I don't know his name. I could not get it to stick into my head. And I told him my name, which was Greg. Thing is, I don't think he could understand me well either. And so now I've been going down there for this. This happened several months ago and he sees me and he says what I thought was my name. He was like, Hey, how are you? How are you? You know, I'm not going to do the bad accent, but I mean, Please don't. yeah, I won't. I won't very, again, very, very nice guy. I just, we have a little bit of a language barrier and he repeated the name and he kept saying my name and I thought he was saying Greg or like Greg. And now I've come to realize, Hey, I can't remember his name. So I never say it. I'm just always say, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? He's been calling me Eric this whole time. He thinks my name is Eric. Greg, Eric. That sounds it's Greg, very similar Eric. in like American yeah, names. Totally. Yeah. And I understand. I understand how he could have made that. But I've but since I couldn't understand him, I let it go on for so long now. It's been going on for six months that he's been calling me Eric. And I just recently realized, um, oh, he's saying Eric. And uh, how how do I deal with this? Okay, this is what I, my question is. He's I've let him do this for a while. Then in his mind, it's going to be like, well, why didn't you just tell me, correct me? No, I think that what you'll do is make him feel like shit. That's exactly it. That's why I don't want to. That's why I don't want to say anything. I don't think you should say anything. But then if I, but then how do I find out his name? Doesn't he have? I mean, if he's working in the parking garage, yeah. I, like where I've used parking garages, a lot of the time they have uh, like name tags on. No, they don't. He doesn't have a name. Tag. They don't have name tags. Do you know anybody in your... I, all right, then go to somebody else in your building. You know everyone that works at Digital Trends. They must, at some point, talk to the traffic or the, the car parking Maybe. Maybe. You know that I just solved it for you. Yeah, because no, they're, they're there every no, day. There's not that, no, but there's not that many people that use that spot. So I think there may be like one or two people I could ask, and that'll probably be about it. But then I have to broach the subject with them and be like, hey, here's a weird question. Um, so, the parking lot, guys. <sighs> I don't know. See, now that's an awkward situation, right, too. Well, I, I just abso- don't know what to do. All I don't right. know what to do. Well, I absolutely believe that you do not tell him that he's been calling you the wrong name. No, I don't want to do that because I don't want to make this guy feel bad. No. He's a he's a really nice guy. And I've been in that boat a, a couple times where, like, I, and then he'll I'm feel- terrible with names. And then I always feel like garbage when someone, like, that's why I don't mind if somebody forgets my name. Because I'm yeah. so bad at remembering names. Like, I don't take personal offense to it. And, you know, everybody knows a lot of people. Sometimes right. you just get confused. Yeah, and I don't care. I'm not offended. I just, you know, if I try to find out his name again, and I don't want him to know he's been calling me the wrong name, because, I, again, yeah, I don't want him to feel bad. It's not his fault. It, it does, you know. I can see if you don't 
speak English. Mm. You know, if, if you're not native born, if you just hear Greg, Eric, you know, mm-hmm. I could I could totally see how you can make that th- difference. I mean, I couldn't remember his name, so he's already doing way better than me. He's the, trying the, at least. He's yeah. He what did do you a good do? Job. Like, hey, what's up, pal? Yeah, I mean, and I tried to memorize the name, but it was I really didn't understand it from the beginning. So I hate it when you're. And like, I totally didn't want to keep saying failure. no because then I seem before. like an asshole if I'm like, "What? Huh? I don't, can you say it again?" When I'm bartending, that's you know? the worst. Is when someone I'll be like, "What's your last name?" Like they'll be like, "Oh, I have a tab inside." I'm like, "Okay, what's your last name?" And then I can't understand. Like there's like, "Oh, so what is it?" I'm like, "Oh, excuse me, what?" And I have to ask like four or five times. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about this. No, it's a it's upsetting. Just be Eric to him. That's okay. fine, and right. he can just be buddy to you. Okay. <laughs> you just don't need to. I, I would say at this point, I, I I just don't think that you need to stress about finding out his name. Unless I mean, I would say ask a couple of people that you work with who might know. Yeah, maybe. But no. don't ask him his name. No, I and don't want to do that. For as someone who, and I'm calling myself out because now someone's going to come to me like, "Do you remember my name?" I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know." But as no, someone who I- has to dance around. Not knowing people's names a lot because I try, but I've just I've lived so many places and metal like so it j- gets jumbled in my head sometimes. Oh, me too. Me so, too. Buddy goes a long way, but I also call friends buddy. So I mean, that's like because it's a normal lexicon for me. So something that you call people, yeah, a term of endearment. Like, what do you say? Um, like, what's up, dude? Or yeah, but don't hey, call ma'am. him dude. Hey, man, that's your natural instinct. So go with your natural instinct. Okay. Go like, hey, man. Yeah. Because it's not you putting on like, hey, pal, hey, buckaroo, you know. Yeah, so makes it I use more, dude a lot too, but don't call dude's him more dude. than a friend. Don't don't call him dude. It's like, hey man, okay. say man. Okay, and that's fine. Well, that's, that's your, kind of what I've been doing. Yeah, and that's your normal. Uh, that's your normal go-to. Okay, all right. I guess I'll I guess I'll do that. But I feel like maybe there's another solution, but I'm not thinking of it. I just ooh, I dread the day though if I get caught in this situation where I've let it go on this long, and then he's gonna be like, why did you let me call you that? What's my name? And I'm like, uh, oh man, it's okay. It's all right, dude. Don't worry about it. Don't call him, dude. Buddy. Don't call him. I'm not going to call buddy. him buddy either. What's up, buddy? All right. Well, anyway, that's where it is. That's where we're at. Um, okay. Why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and take a quick break mm-hmm. because we do have a special guest joining us. We do. It's Nate we from Nate BTU. We have Nate from BTU, who's going to be joining us here in just a moment, um, right here. And he's going to be, of course, BTU as part of the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornell Tournament. so excited for that. Coming up on September 18th. So let's go ahead and take a break. And we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. You need to take it out when he, like, accidentally flubs it because it makes him, sa- him sound like he doesn't know who we are. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I think it, it sounds better that way. How does it sound better, though? I don't know. because I don't want to sound cool. Like, they, re- they totally are our best friends. I don't want to re-edit it. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> okay. No, I'll just edit in the part where Jay, uh, Jay made fun of him for that. Okay. Yeah, that'll work out. That works. All right, there we go. We've settled that argument. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now. Here on Fun Employment Radio, we have Nate from BTU. Hello, sir. Hello. Hi, Nate. So it's a BTU bro- Brasserie. Brasserie, yes. Brasserie. All right. And you were just telling us the, the origin of that. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So originally, back in the day, kettles and, and whatnot for making beer were made out of brass. Uh, oh. And it's sort of uh, the word evolved over time. And the French uh, adapted into Brasserie. And then now it's sort of uh, has more to do with kind of a restaurant style. I mean, I think some would think it's upscale, but it's a little less upscale. It's kind of a, a place to eat and, and drink. So. That's nice. Yeah, I like the flow of it, too, because you hear so many things that are like pubs or restaurants or whatever. I want to go to a brasserie. Yeah. And what also makes it unique is that it's a Chinese restaurant as well. That is correct, yeah. So what was the what was uh, kind of the idea behind merging those two things together with both the brewery and the... And well, the Chinese restaurant. I, I come from a culinary background, uh, moved into the beer industry, which is an amazing industry. I'm, I'm happy to be doing it and um, needed someone to do the food. And I always loved the idea of having a restaurant that made its own beer. And a uh, good friend and partner of mine does Chinese food. His dad spent his life kind of building up recipes. And uh, and here we go. Wow. Wow. And so you both just decided, let's combine these and let's get going on yeah, it. Yeah. It just seemed like a crazy pair and, and it works. <laughs> and, wow. and what goes better with Chinese food than beer? <laughs> I yeah, like it. Absolutely. Well, so do you 
you make um, specific beers to pair with specific plates? I do. I really like the kind of lighter lagers. Uh, so As kind do of I. seek out the uh, the rice. So I get uh, some jasmine rice that goes into our flagship uh, BTU lager. Um, so it's an American style pilsner and uh, really light and crisp and uh, nice hops. Wow. And A jasmine rice lager. Yep. Oh, that sounds refreshing. Yeah. You, what was the one that you had out there at uh, the Cornell tournament? Was that the Ghost Man? Um, no, it wasn't Ghost Man. It was... Oh, the Peach. The Peach. The peach. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, another, the peach. So good. Another American-style lager. Uh, this one uses corn uh, as an adjunct. Uh, and then peach puree and and here we go it's it's a good one so. it was so good and yeah, it's not nice overwhelmingly and sweet it's refreshing yeah. like yeah. there's a lot of like sometimes like sweeter beers can border on like being like kind of i don't know too sickly sweet and this yeah. one was just refreshing yep. yeah that's kind of how i feel about all of them but yeah th- this was so good the peach one was so good and all of the beers are good and so so how long have you been doing this how long have you guys been open uh we're heading on two years two years uh, anniversary's wow. coming up in a couple of weeks here so oh, congratulations any big plans for the anniversary we, uh our, our grains go to a pig farmer and and we're going to get one of his hogs and, and roast it in our Chinese oven and, uh, yep, serve it with bao buns. and oh, Nice! So that be open to the public? It will be, yes. All right, so uh, BTU Brasserie is on uh, 58th and Sand- in Northeast Sandy, 59th correct? and Sandy. Yeah. 59th and yep. Sandy. Oh, I had it down. What is it? 58, 24 or something? Well, it's something close to that. Close yeah. To that. yeah. Yep. 59th and Sandy. You, you know it. You own it. it. Yeah, you, you work there. You, you know exactly. <laughs> so that will be open. What day What day is that happening? I think we're looking at September 3rd. Okay. Which is a Saturday, yes. Oh, nice. So oh, that's, that's coming, coming up really. Up. Yeah, that's yep. very soon. Pretty well, quick. Well, perfect. Yeah, then I think I know where I'll be going on September 3rd. <laughs> yeah. Because that sounds delicious. Well, and part of, the, part of what we were looking at, too, with the, the beers, you do combine like ingredients here locally, but then you also find the right stuff for the beer. Yes. Like well, all over the world. I was looking, like, it says overseas even. Yeah, well, I have used Szechuan peppercorns and, uh, you know, some various other Chinese ingredients. So oh, we, wow. we, we had some fun. I'd like to put that back in there. It has that uh, kind of mouth-numbing effect, which, yeah. is, which is interesting. So yeah. Oh, gosh. What do you pair something that's mouth-numbing with? Well, all our food. I mean, it's it's with Chinese food. You get those big flavors. A lot of a lot of salt, a lot of sugar, a lot of spice. It's just you know. So you need a beer that can really either compete with it flavor wise or cut through it like the like the lighter lagers do. So, so since you are competing in, uh, of course, the Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament, which is coming up on Sunday, September eighteenth, and one of the prizes is getting a tap handle at the Landmark Saloon for one year. Have you been thinking about what beer that you would put on it? I have been. I'm, I'm <laughs> sort of. I'm one of those guys who likes to get under the gun and and put the pressure on. So I'm still thinking about it. And I think uh, you know maybe as I'm throwing those uh, those bean bags, I'll I'll come up with a brilliant idea. So <laughs> have you been have you been um, practicing some cornhole? I actually haven't. Um, just 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 <laughs> mentally preparing myself. Just so. mentally. <laughs> That's it. It's a, cornhole's a mental game mostly it's all anyway. A mental game. Yeah. <laughs> just staring down your opponent. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Greg and I do have our. Um, I swear to God, we play in the Landmarks Cornhole League. Yeah, we. This is our sixth year, I think, playing. Yeah, however many years they've been open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's our league night tonight. It's a very so intense game, cornhole. Yeah, yes. very, very intense. It's very yeah. sweaty since it's going to be like ninety-five <laughs> degrees outside, but it'll be cooler in September, so that'll be even better. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's coming up September eighteenth. Well, yeah, it's just so exciting, to, uh, you know, that you're on your two years. Like that's such a bold move to start up your own thing. It is, yeah. and it's an accomplishment, that. especially in this town where you know things go under quite a bit you know yep. and and you're still thriving that's amazing yep keeping things keeping things up uh, above water is uh, yeah it's a daily task yeah. but yeah yeah right. i feel you yeah well if you want to go someplace different i mean my god support local businesses support this creative endeavor that they have so it's uh, you can find out more btupdx.com yes, and uh, go there i think the hours are two to ten every day for the most part. Yep, 2 to 11 on Friday and Saturday nights. Awesome. Yep. And let me just say, their hats are awesome. Oh, you have the... <laughs> I've been wearing your hat all over the place. Yeah, it's, you have. You wear yeah. that a lot. And you my, get a lot of comments on it, My too. dad even, because uh, we had some leftover, because we have the prizes that'll be there, so you'll have a chance to win a hat at September 18th. I gave my dad one, because he's like, that, I like that hat. I want one of those. So, oh, you made yeah. your dad a little hit. My, my dad's, yeah, my dad's wearing a BTU hat now, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> around Independence. <laughs> around Monmouth Independence. Yep. <laughs> he's, he's hit Mr. Nibbler. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Nate, thanks so much for coming in yeah, and talking about this. Yeah, we're, Such good beer. And yeah, we can't say enough. Like, definitely go in and, and try it out. Get some Chinese food and beer. Like, that's like the perfect combo. Mm-hmm. And also watch out for their anniversary party, which will be happening, which Greg and I are totally going to go to. So. Yeah, September We will post when, when we have 3rd. the info. Yes. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's take a break. Nate, thank you so much. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Here we are. We are here. We are here. That was Nate. He's so great. Yeah. 
No, there is going to be so much that was that, mm-hmm. that did rhyme. It kind of threw me off. No, we were just second, talking but... about the entrance songs that people are going to be doing. This is going to be okay. It's going to be ridiculous. Just come out September 18th, the Landmark <laughs> Saloon, before Sarah spoils everything. There's a lot that's going to be happening. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we have a whole thing where we actually need everybody listening that's coming out there because mm. you're going to be a part of something. Uh, but we'll leave that at that. That's part for another day. Bigger. We're not revealing everything right now. Don't reveal yourself right now, we'll Greg. blabbermouth over please, there please just not, spilling the beans. don't reveal yourself. Okay. So BTU Brossery, BTUPDX.com. Yes. yes. And we want to thank them for supporting us because that's awesome, and they're really cool. They are. Really good beer. I'm not kidding either. That peach that beer peach is thing so was damn good. It was so popular. Because I really don't like f- the fruit no, beers too much. No, you hate fruit beers. No, because it just makes me sick. It all stems from, there's a reason. It's because when I was probably 21, quote unquote, uh, I went to a kegger up in the mountains above Corvallis, and the keg they bought was an apricot ale. You can't have too much of that. Oh No, that was the keg. And there were like 15 of us, so I drank a lot of it. And then my sober friend drove us down to Albany to wait in line for ACDC tickets, and I threw up in the parking lot because I drank too much apricot ale. This is nothing like that. It is so good. it is not like the stuff that made you sick. It is not. It is so good. That was such a good advertisement, Greg. Probably just cut this out and give it to him. No, I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) BDU's beer is amazing. It's not like that. Bond digging. Okay, maybe we'll just cut that out. No, no, you're not. Don't snap. You're fine. I'm, I'm teasing you, Greg. It's good. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my brief but amazing world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I found my grandmother soulmate in Prospect Heights, Illinois. A grandma in Prospect Heights, Illinois, is celebrating her hundredth birthday by playing beer pong with her friends and family. Beer pong, huh? Beer pong at 100. Because sometimes when I say that perhaps me and my friends, which we all still do, like to play games of beer pong, Mm -hmm. which I do, and people are like, oh, yeah, I haven't played that. I get a lot of judgy looks sometimes. It's just ping pong. I know, but they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't played beer pong since college. I'm like, oh, that's too bad because it's fucking fun. And you're missing out. Who are you talking to right now? I don't know. What are you channeling that you're trying to get... Who is this one person that said something to you that you're mad about? It's more than one person. So we're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, do you ever play beer pong? And they're like, yeah, when I was like 20. I'm like, yeah, me too. I don't ever play it. That's just dumb. All right. Off of me, let's just let's focus on the story. Well, a young man by the name of Trevor Pope shared the video of his mother, or grandmother, excuse me, successfully tossing a ping pong ball, uh, multiple ping pong balls into cups during a celebratory game of ping pong. Now, Grandma Pope who is also in the video wearing a sash bearing the number 100, drew choruses of cheers from onlookers as she effortlessly floated the balls across the table and into the yellow plastic cups. That sounds so majestic. Because beer pong is majestic. That's what I've been saying. That was the bottom line. (laughs) So, uh, yes, the Grandma Pope is still uh, nailing ping pong, or, you know, nailing beer pong at 100 years old. Next up, out of the Philippines... I don't know. You're not that good. I'm all right. You're pretty. You're not great. I see you lose to Tristan every time. That's goddamn Tristan, some fucking beer pong savant. Well, because he has the beer pong at his house. He knows that's all he does. He just sits there and like puts it against the wall. Him and and cheat anyway. I'm pretty sure. A fisherman in the Philippines has been hiding for ten years what is believed to be the world's most largest. <laughs> the world's Largest natural pearl, and he's had it hidden under his bed. He, <laughs> he hid a pearl ago. under his bed. Yeah, so it's a 75-pound pearl. So uh, this guy has been hiding it under his bed because it's worth so much he didn't know what to do with it. So uh, let's see. So they had sought help from gemologists to have it certified for authenticity. So indeed, it has been certified as the world's biggest natural giant pearl from a giant clam. Yeah. So according uh, to reports, the pearl is one foot wide, 2.2 feet long. One foot wide? One foot wide, 2.2 feet long. That's a big-ass pearl. And worth an estimated 100 
million dollars. He's had this hidden a hundred million dollar pearl hidden under his bed. Yes, and it doesn't say why. He didn't give any explanation. Uh, says the man was not aware of the pearl's value and kept it as a good luck charm for all those years. Well, how much good luck did it so bring? So he because ended up moving and he left it with a friend uh, because it was too heavy for him to bring along as he moved to a different town. What good luck did he get that $100 million couldn't have bought? I don't think he knew that. Well, the, the pearl is has been placed on public display at the new Green City Hall in the Philippines. And uh, it is hoping that, that it'll drive more tourism to the city. So he's not even going to sell it? He's not even going to sell it? Well, he didn't He just know. gave it to the town? He gave it to the town. Well, he gave it to a woman who then gave it to the town after it's worth. Like, that's not something you donate. You find a hundred million dollar pearl. A hundred. You can do Come a lot on. of good for people you with a hundred million dollars. You can do a lot of dollars. good for people instead of just having it, putting it in a glass box and having people look you at it. You want to be a super great person? Fine. Keep one million for yourself. Give away the rest if you really want to do that. I wouldn't. I mean, I would give away a lot. I'm not going to give away 99 million. I'm not no. going to lie. I would certainly buy a lot of things for the town. <laughs> I'd do that. I just didn't know that clams existed that big. Oh, yeah, they're big. They're gross. Ew, they're so gross. Clams are really gross. They're I can't so eat gross. clams. Uh-huh. I can eat clam chowder. It's good clam chowder. But I, I don't want to pry it out of the shell and all that stuff. Yeah. All right. Finally, do you have a story out of, uh, let me see here, out of Vietnam. And this is kind of bonkers, so I saw this. Don't ever go to this extreme. This is just ridiculous. A woman in Vietnam is now in trouble after paying a friend... To cut off her foot and part oh. of her arm so she could collect insurance by pretending that she was hit by a train. Healthy woman wow. paid her friend to cut off her foot and part of her arm to try and collect insurance by pretending that she was hit by a train. 30-year-old woman, known as Lai Thai Ng, admitted to paying a friend $2,000 to cut off the two limbs. Oh my god, like how? Like this While claiming the... that she'd been struck by a train, the insurance payoff would have been $150,000. That's it? That's it. Her foot and her arm for $150,000. Oh. So this happened a while back. So um, police were able to uncover the scam after a three-month investigation. Uh, the friend who she paid to cut off the foot and the arm, known as Doan Van D, uh, posed as a bystander at a train station uh, who found her found her on the railroad tracks and then called an ambulance. Oh. So, uh, so last name, the first one's N, and the, the last other name is D. I think they're not saying their full last name. So N hired D to cut her off her hand and her foot, then continued to give... Uh, Report false oh. information to the police. What? Okay, another thing. I don't think you could pay me two grand to cut somebody's, even if they wanted me to. I just, I could not do that. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any amount of money that I could. You know, that's why I've never watched the Saw movies, because I saw that that guy's like Saw. I don't like the Saw movies. Something. Like, I can't, I can't handle it. Someone has to do, uh-uh. Those, uh-uh. those aren't my kind of movies. No, they're not um, mine either. Like the gore porn. I just ugh. don't like that stuff. Anyway, yeah, so this actually happened. And not only is she not getting the $150,000, they've now been... Uh, so it's now... Uh, she's getting arrested for attempted insurance fraud, which comes with a hefty fine along with how did, jail time. How did she... Okay, what made them decide, okay, this is going to be believable, that it was my foot and something else? Like a medical examiner is not going to be able to tell it they cut that off? What I'm thinking is that they specifically, because they were able to estimate how much the insurance money would be. Uh, no, but I mean, I mean, just doing that. But like, I'm saying, like, maybe a foot is worth, like. No, I understand the money value. Yeah. I'm saying, wouldn't a medical examiner be able to look at that and be like, no, that's clearly not hit by a train. That was, you cut that off, like it's serrated, like a. They would be able to tell by the damage done to the body. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't say how they. But it doesn't say how they were able to remove the body parts. I don't know what it entailed. I don't know if they did some research. Oh. Clearly, it doesn't seem like these, these ladies are very anymore. bright. That's, uh, well, that's the end of the story. So it's the first case that has ever Gross. been reported of this situation. And it is be- now being used as a warning that people should not attempt insurance fraud at the expense of their own health and or body parts. That's true. That's weird. There's your world of crazy. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, that's...
All right, let's cleanse the palate with some ball talk. Really? Is that the is that the palate cleanser? It, from that, yes, I okay. think so. I think that's what we have to do. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Got a little potpourri of ball talk, a little smattering. First up, this. Just wrapping up some of the Olympics talk. We're not going to talk about Ryan Lochte, although we did post a three. It's a three-year-old interview, but you should watch it. It's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. Go there and watch it. It's it's pretty funny. It's the hilarious. Inter- it's it the interviewer's response after. Response, yeah, after interviewing Ryan Lochte. Um, all right, but the Olympics do move on, and the next summer games will be in Tokyo in 2020. The next Winter Olympics, I believe, are in South Korea. Uh, but the next Summer Games, uh, 2020. And it's sounding like some of the medals that people will be getting in that Olympics, that the uh, athletes will be getting, will be made from recycled consumer electronics. Hmm. They're going to, I don't know how that makes them gold, silver, or bronze, but I guess there are some, you know, there's... Oh, copper is what's used for the bronze medals. Of course, that make, does, does make sense. Uh, because it makes sense for a lot of reasons, and I'm saying things out loud right now, wishing I had just kept that internally. But yes, they will be using that. Uh, also, more importantly, there is a big petition right now, and it looks like it <laughs> they're attempting to really get some momentum because it is in Japan. And this is where this professor, who has, is a big advocate of this uh, mm. sport, that they are really trying to get hide-and-seek as a demonstration sport for the Tokyo Olympics. Now, every year there are demonstration sports that are allowed in. Cornhole? uh, People have petitioned for cornhole. That has been a petition. But uh, they allow that in, you know, the demonstration sports, and then people can decide whether or not they want those to become sports, but they do get medals and everything. It's just it'll be a one-time thing, and then they decide. Okay. Hide-and-seek, and and yes, it's real. It's a real, actual petition to get hide-and-seek into the competition. How that would work, I do not know, but I would... I'd be, I'm would i a pretty good hider. It's hard to find me. If I don't want to be found, I can hide pretty well. I would imagine so. I can scurry myself away. I'll tuck into something. You won't find me. All we'll find is like your corpse underneath. <laughs> like, I'll wait it out. I know you will. Yep, I'm stubborn. You'll wait until the cows come home. What does that st- name? What does that even mean? Till the cows come home. Cows come home in the evening. Oh, so you'll wait until the cows come home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I would be real. I would do really well at this. Anyway, uh, there's that. So for the 2020 Olympics, also um, Hope Solo of the U.S. Women's Soccer Team may have most likely played her last game for the U.S. Women's National Team. Because she is now serving a six-month suspension from the national team, and it's a good good chance they'll just move past her uh, coming up because she, because of her criticism of the Swedish team after the U.S. lost, she called the Swedish team in an official interview a bunch of cowards. Oh wow, that's but, not but smart. They beat the U.S. They they won. So I don't know how cowardice that is. I mean, look, I'm I'm pro team US. I I wanted the US women to win. They're the best in the world usually. They lost. I don't know if that makes the Swedish cowards. It, so it she's doesn't. suspended for 6 months. Uh, moving on to ball talk, a sport that you are interested in, Sarah, a quote-unquote sport may have a new participant. Wrestling? Soon. All right, tell me who. Wait, is it? I know. Are you talking about WrestleMania next year? No, not that. Although you know who that is. Mm-hmm. Who? Shaq. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal will be part mm-hmm. of WrestleMania next year. He'll go against. Is he going against the Big Show? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. But that is not the only NBA player that may be joining WWE at some point. Dennis Rodman did it a long time ago. Carl mm-hmm. Malone did too. But this is somebody who's currently playing, who said as soon as he's done playing, his, his NBA career's done, he wants to join WWE. Can you guess who it would be? It's a, it's a big guy. Man, I don't know. He's a center in the NBA. I, I've... 
I think once I say who it is, you will you will understand. You'll get it. Is it someone? There was speculation he might come to Portland over this off season. It did not turn out that way. Crap! I'm drawing a blank. Play for Houston. Dwight Howard. Oh, sorry. It's been so long since ba- since I've watched no, basketball. I like I forget. I just thought maybe I could lead you to it. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard now currently with the Atlanta Hawks. I could see that. Yeah, Dwight Howard said that he would like to be joining the WWE afterward. Just made an interview about that, and I'm sure that would work out well. Okay, moving on to ball talk. It's a, it's a light ball talk. It's potpourri. I've got a scandal at hey, the end. Hey, but you just gave me an anecdote that I can talk to uh, my re- wrestling nerd friends with. There you go. See, yeah, that's what ball talk does. That, it uh, helps Dwight you out. Howard's going to maybe be joining the WWE. So there. Now, I, anybody out there who cares nothing about WWE or sports, if somebody's around you talking about wrestling, that's a good point. Yeah, I did just help it's you true. out with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good call. Uh, something else. Fans of the Oakland Raiders are getting very nervous. The Oakland Raiders NFL football team. Because the Raiders have just taken out trademarks on Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. Now, that is a move a lot of teams do. You know, if there's speculation they might be moving or just to protect their interests. Or if you're Greg and you come up with an idea and you just decide to save the website. Sure. Yeah. At any random point in time for anything. Yeah. So they did, though, go ahead and do that and reserved Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas also um, has been doing some estimates of the Southern Southern Nevada Tourism Infrastructure Committee have put up cost and funding estimates for their new stadium if they were to build it because they are trying to lure them there. And it would be $1.9 billion to build them a brand new Shiny Las Vegas Stadium. That's like when money doesn't even make sense anymore. It like doesn't it's, make any it's sense. Too much. I don't. I don't understand one that point, number. One point nine billion dollars. And it sounds like uh, Las Vegas is willing to give them a lot of that money, and just pay for it. So we'll see what happens. We'll probably find out in the next couple of years because Oakland, or maybe sooner than that, quite honestly, because they're petitioning Oakland right now for a new stadium. And if Oakland doesn't come through, Vegas has a probably has a lot more money than Oakland does. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, finally, in ball talk, here's the scandal. Here's the big issue. Scandal. Scandal that's happening. <laughs> uh, and it has to do with the Cleveland Browns' new quarterback. Now, the Cleveland Brown quarterback position is notoriously cursed. They have gone through, I don't even know how many quarterbacks. It's a... It's a running joke in Cleveland. Like, it's, I don't know, 30-some quarterbacks in, like, 10 Whoa. years. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Johnny Manziel being, you know, the one, well, now he's, like, two or three quarterbacks ago. Johnny Football was supposed Johnny to be their big Football. hope, the big thing. Now, it's Mr. Robert Griffin III, RG3. So, RG3, when he came into the league, he was Rookie of the Year. He was phenomenal, and then he got hurt, and he's kind of had some really down years over the last couple of years, was released by Washington. Cleveland picked him up. Supposedly, he's back and physically healthy, and, you know, maybe he can be the rejuvenation of the franchise. Lead him back to glory. Well, lead him to glory. Mm. And now there's already controversy going on because of an off-field lady. So... Robert Griffin III has been married for this whole time that he's been in the NFL. This Uh-oh. is like, what, his fourth year or something when like that? When the story starts with that, you know it's not going to go, go well. Yep. And he's still in the process of filing for a divorce. This kind of came on pretty pretty soon, pretty recent, that, was going th- that he was going through some problems with his uh, wife. But he, that didn't stop him from moving on very quickly. So I don't believe he's even... Uh, oh, the divorce has just come through. Or they've just filed. Like It's still very fresh. But he's already got a brand new girlfriend. And it is a young blonde woman from, I believe, Latvia. Who is a heptathlete for Florida State University. A what? Heptathlete? Heptathlon? Heptathlon. Okay. I've never heard that. It's like the decathlon, only it's uh, seven. Seven sports you can meet okay. in, I think. Somebody will correct me on that. <laughs> anyway. She's, she is an attractive lady, but RG3 has been so struck with this new woman, he already tattooed her name oh across his forearm. God. And he's a quarterback, so that means that's going to be shown every time he has the ball. He already got a tattoo of his new college girlfriend's name across his forearm. So Cleveland fans are already talking about, well, this, <laughs> this season's screwed. 
If that's where his focus is at, not on getting back to football and proving everybody wrong and leading Cleveland, it's on getting a tattoo of his new blonde girlfriend's name across his forearm. I always thought RG3 was, quite frankly, smarter than that. Seemed like a pretty intelligent guy. But Mm. I'm guessing I could be wrong. I mean, even smart people make dumb decisions, but that's pretty bad. (laughs) That's pretty bad. It's one thing getting a rebound. Getting the name tattooed across your forearm. On your arm. Across your forearm. It's big, too. It's a big net. It's big. Okay. There we go. RG3. Scandal in Cleveland. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, boy. (laughs) So there we go. All right. I can't wait till... Is there an age cutoff for being in the Olympics? No. Cool, because uh, when cornhole becomes a, an Olympian sport, I'm totally going to try out for the Olympics. You're not... I would make it in. Were you just going to say I'm not good enough? I'm I'm saying I would be... Okay, it depends on if it's co-ed, cornhole, if they have men's and women's teams. All right. Why are you... I just was trying to, like, make a dream happen, and you're like, this is I why I can it. go to places and see, like, the beauty in them, and all you want to do is take away people's dreams. <laughs> and I create new dreams. I'm a dream maker. You're a dream taker. Wow, Greg, that really just kind of pinpointed this whole discussion. Uh, I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, don't dream big because I would do it. How better. many times have Are we you gone me? one on one? Yeah, for one game at one point. Three games. Yeah. Also, we play in a league that I'm a lot better than you at. I do not believe that either. Well, let's just agree to disagree. And look, what, look what you did. You took something positive and now put me in a bad mood. So you did it. I just wanted to play cornhole. As Mr. Jenky says, that glass cornhole ceiling. I'm sorry. Your dreams of being an Olympic cornhole. Oh, don't try to validate my dreams now after you said that are they aren't still possible. Valid. Because you just took my dream and made it your own, even though you weren't even dreaming it. Do you think you think I don't think about it? That's the ultimate dream of every cornholer. Get to compete in the Olympics, be there on the na- on the international stage representing your country. Best cornholer in America. Best cornholer in the world. That's what it would be about. Send us an email funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Yes, indeed. Everyone go have a Sarah day, not a Greg day. Oh, my God. Okay, you're talking about bringing joy. I think you get joy from just from taking Stealing other people's dreams? Oh, no, wait. That was you. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. We really, really, really do appreciate it. And September 18th will be the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Corn Ultimate. And also, just uh, just a random thing. If anyone has a spare Fitbit laying around that they're not using, if they've upgraded, just think of Greg for a little bit. Someone stole his yesterday, and he's really super bummed out. So if you do have an extra one laying around, I'm just saying... Greg didn't ask me to say this, but I know that he's bummed. So if you have one and you've upgraded and you're not sure what to do with it, please consider giving it to the Greg Fund. People keep stealing from me. But not listeners. I love you guys. All right. We love you all. Thanks so much. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.